Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast, and we are ready for a big Thursday show. We are grading again. Once again, report card day, handing out individual grades. We got Joey running the ones and twos today. As you mentioned, Ryan, this is the original four. The original we four, if you were here from the beginning. Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera, me, and uh, Look at us. Big Joe over there. Yeah, we've been borrowing. It's always nice, it's nice to be Joey. included in the original four. Yeah, like it, it's always nice when Joey's a producer. Not that we don't love Sarah or Kevin or but Joey Steve is the he's the OG. He's the OG. Jo- OG. Joey's the OG, and uh, you know we don't forget. Yeah. Hey, that means a lot. If you were here all, since day one, you know. If you all know, things you know. start at the bottom and then build their ways, and when you when it builds its way up. You remember the people that were there at the beginning and stuck through thick and thin. I'm still trying to yeah. fix all our ad reads that I screwed up right before we came over here. Although Anyways. Joey is rusty on the show, we were late because of him. Yeah, so. yeah, it was not my yeah. fault. That was, not no, my that was on me. I mean, we've got star. a lot of angry, a uh, lot of people angry in the chat here that we're three minutes <laughs> yeah. late on this Thursday afternoon. Um, which I like. You know, people are hungry yeah. for their content. It's cool. They expect better out of us. That's They're expecting good. Cubs content. Right now at 1.20 at, on <laughs> October 19th when the Cubs aren't playing in the playoffs, they're still expecting it. We love it. Big, big of, of them, credit to them. Big of Garrett to be on time, he says. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dubs, one star for being late. He'll take that back when we start grading him. Uh, <laughs> that is an important question. Craig in the, in the chat wants to know, is Ryan going to do the beer Ooh. bat today? I don't know. I haven't decided. Here come the A's. I think it Kalata should be a once-a-week thing. I wasn't I here. For the entire offseason. Yeah, I wasn't like here for a full week. You know? I, yeah. was, I, was, I missed the first two days of the week, so. Are Maybe we giving week. out some A's today? Kalata thinks we're giving out A's. Strowman? Not yeah. unless Ryan's grading David Ross. Am I right, chat? <laughs> wow. Joey, <laughs> I'm getting around. Yeah, you know, we, I got to get my you all this out. love, and yeah. you're just throwing shots now, Joey. Come on. I'm trying to get some smiles going out of the crowd here. Stroman and Gomes are the report cards today, and who knows? Maybe our first ever five-star scale rating for somebody in the chat. Best way to enjoy the experience, of course, sign up and subscribe for the CHGO Sports YouTube page. We appreciate that. Hit the thumbs up, if you would, as well. And hello to everybody that's, you know, downloading it in normal podcast form and just listening to this. But we are live Monday through Thursday, 120. Oh, yeah. So you excited about that? I, I think these two players are interesting players. I think... I, I, especially Strowman. I think... Uh, it's a lot, get, it's a, I think there's a lot more 
it's not like steel where we were all like a like yeah. I think there could there's there's room there's here more for, nuance. for different opinions I, here. I think it's like when without getting too deep into it yet like it's like one of them way outperformed expectations half the season and then yeah fell the second half and then one guy just consistently outperformed yeah. what we expected out of him throughout the year um I, 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 like when I did the grades, I was not like I would, if you would have told me what the grades are going to be, like preseason, I probably wouldn't have, I would not have expected that to be. I had a tougher time with this, these two report cards than I did other, whether it was just the offense, the pitching staff, or, you know, Steele and, and Morell. I had a tougher time with this one. Um, well, by, well, Becky, by the way, saying Luke is awesome and an amazing person. That'll get you a five star rating, Becky. That's how you. That's how you get read. That's, that's one yeah. way to get yourself on the five star rating list. So before we do them, uh-huh. should we talk about the injury updates that sure. Ryan tweeted yes, out? Yes. Yeah. What do you got for us, Ryan? Let me go back and find them. Um, I know Michael Fulmer. Yeah. What Cody Hoyer? So Mike, Michael Fulmer had a right UCL revision surgery yesterday. Or yeah, yesterday. I I messed up when I tweeted. It's supposed What's to be that mean? Wednesday. Um, What's that mean? He's ambit- anticipated to miss 2024. So it's like, it's a UCL surgery, but it's not like Tommy John is what I was told. But he's like, still out for the year. Yeah, the... the, the he had elbow an- surgery, he's done. Yeah, he's anticipated to be out next season. He was a free agent regardless, so he wasn't like, unless the Cubs brought him back. Like He's not, right. I guess, technically a Cub anymore. Um, so that does... You know, obviously sucked for him is that he's just not going to play next year yeah. for any team. He's not going to be in any organization. Um, but, yeah, so UCL revision is a surgical technique different from Tommy John, but also used to correct an injured UCL. So Could be the last time he pitches. Oh, He's not that old. I, I know he had Tommy John, like, earlier in his baseball career. I don't remember exactly the year, but I know he's had it prior. So, obviously, to have a second Tommy John is – Worse because we we know that that's a lot harder to come back from than just one Tommy John, um, so I, I, yeah I don't know the specifically like how invasive the surgery is and like what all it entails, um, but for it to not be Tommy John seems like a better scenario for him. Uh, but good, yeah, good chance he never pitches for the Cubs again. What I think that's your, fair. What was your favorite part of the Michael Fulmer era then? Probably that White Sox game, right? Yeah. The, the the oh, loaded. definitely that's it. Yeah. yeah. And we were there to see it in person. By the way, I did upgrade my score yep. for Morrell from a B minus to a B yesterday. Once I remembered the walk off, I was like, okay. You did that. say that at the very end. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta yeah. change that grade. It's an overall B. Okay. All right. Uh yeah, I don't have a favorite part of the former era outside of that play because that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Okay. Just, well, just like his he had a until he, he got hurt in September, he had a really good run of just yeah. like being solid and it wasn't I think it was just not what the Cubs expected. I think they, they brought him in, and obviously Brad Boxberger as well, to be like their back-end veteran guys they could rely on, which they've had a lot of success with the last few years. Um, Boxberger pretty much got hurt, like I think it was early May, and then yeah. basically didn't pitch again for the rest of the year except for a couple times. Um, and Fulmer just wasn't consistent enough at the back-end and, and, you know, and the closer role or whatever. Um, but he, once he kind of got some lower leverage opportunities, maybe built up a little bit more confidence again and did some other things, he settled into like a, a high leverage middle relief type role, like where he's coming in middle of the game, he gets yeah. in the jam like he did, you know, that Sox game, and he puts out fires. Like I think he really did a good job in that role for the majority of the season once 
they moved him out, and obviously Adbert took over the closer role, and Mark Leiter Jr. and Julian Merriweather became some trusted options in the later innings that allowed Fulmer to just kind of be, whether it was the fifth inning or the seventh inning, the fourth, like he, he pitched in a lot of different innings, but he was the guy that like if guys got on or they just needed a shutdown inning or whatever in the middle of the game, like David Ross, he regained that trust from David Ross, and I think we just saw him be consistently good, right? Like he, he wasn't going to he, – he never – was going to move back to the closer spot or any of that, but he when the he finally settled into that role, we just saw consistency out of him that we didn't see like that whole first month, and so I, I think that having him in that role obviously helped for all the summer, the whole turning around the season, all that, and then you know he gets hurt in September, pitch, pitches only one time uh, in between two different stints on the IL, so that was just a tough, he, was a tough pill for him to swallow down the. Year. I don't think we're going to need a report card on him though. No. I would just right, like that might be a player we don't have to give a full report card to. Maybe we'll see. I was just gonna we'll see say, how, we'll see how desperate we yeah, are. Yeah, just, yeah, see, see how, I was just gonna say ago. that Jose Quas is the one who basically got his role after he got hurt. Yeah, and you saw the inconsistencies there. So, you know, and people in the chat are always yelling about him, or we're always yelling about him in September, especially. And Barb continuously uh, tells me that he sucks and that and she nominates you for the bomb of the week. Yeah. And that, uh, and that the, the trade for with Velasquez was awful and well, because you were calling Jed and pushing for it. Yeah. Yeah. She also says that I was like pushing for that trade, (laughs) (laughs) but what the point of what I'm saying right now is that he was only doing that because Michael Fulmer was hurt. Mm -hmm. I think Jose Quas can be better in a different role next year. Um, especially after an offseason in the lab with all of the Cubs pitching infrastructure. Yeah, so, Garrett, yeah. Garrett points out, uh, he said, I could see Fulmer still rehabbing with the Cubs, sure. though. That's possible. Like, that's I, possible. I don't know yeah. exactly how all that kind of works, but when he elects free agency, well. that's when I send the tweet. My favorite part was the friends <laughs> we made along the way. But it hasn't been – it's not It's not in full effect yet. Yeah. Um, so as far as the other injury updates we got this morning, uh, Cody Hoyer – uh, completed the initial healing and range of motion phase of his rehab. Um, the plan is to initiate a throwing progression starting in mid-November, uh, but still no specific timeline to return. That's such a bummer, man. Yeah. Like, that I, video was hard to watch. Remember? It was, Andrew was yeah. Just like, oh. yeah so, well, so just like to recap what it was, it was Tommy John, like right when we launched, right before we launched, something yeah. like that, he had Tommy John. Um, so it was March 2022, and he was – coming back this summer and oh, yeah, I don't remember it was it was on a pitch right and he had a he fractured his elbow yeah they were just um, trying to work on his June. command right yeah. like the velocity was already yeah. back and they were like the velocity's back now we just got to get his command and then yeah I, boom I he can contribute because I remember talking to Jed and, and some of those guys um at that time and it was kind of like like Cody's on the right track he just a couple more things he just wants to hammer down kind of kind of thing like he just wants to be consistently good in this area or in this area before he's like well, we're not going to rush him back like we're going to let him get that confidence back that consistency and we'll, we'll bring him up and at the time you're like okay you know it's june you know he's still plenty of time left in the season for him to come up and contribute yeah. um hopefully be a good piece of the of the bullpen and then yeah he, he had a fractured elbow um yeah in june june 23rd it looks like so that uh or he had surgery on june 23rd i don't remember exactly the day of, of the the injury um, but then that's just like, okay, that's another, <laughs> he misses the rest of the year, and that's two full seasons where he doesn't pitch in a major league game. And the, the, for a guy... He, and he's the guy that we all thought that if the, 
the core, if the Cubs quote unquote won the trade, the Kimbrel trade, mm-hmm. that we'd at least have the future closer of the team because that's what I think that's what we all hoped that he could be, and you know. This, just this yeah. He was the player most Sox fans were mad was included. Yeah. They in weren't the mad to see Magical go. It, it was much more disappointment in, oh, yeah, you got a good arm in Cody Hoyer and he could could be your closer. Now you just hope he's able to and this is, this is, this overcome is year, again. This is year one of arbitration for him too, right? Let me go. I'm pretty Let's sure. I, I, Don't want the facts. It's just tough. I just story. remember watching the video, and you didn't have to be a doctor to know it was bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, we saw it. Somebody played it, I think, and then we mm-hmm. pulled it up. During a post game show, we're like, oh, that's, social media, and it's like, it's not good. We don't need to show that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so as far as the other ones, Brad Boxberger, who uh, went back on the IL towards the end of the year with the right forearm strain, um, will begin a, a strength program in the next few weeks and is anticipated to begin a throwing schedule in mid November. And then you have um, Nick Madrigal, who with the right hamstring strain ended his year. Uh, Ethan Roberts still recovering from Tommy John, uh, Brandon Hughes with the left knee issue, and Nick Birdie, who never came back from the appendectomy, which That's felt like right. it, it took a long time. Um, they're anticipated to have normal off-season progressions heading into 2024 spring training. So it's good news for some of those guys, obviously, just to be able to have regular off-season, like not – not grinding through rehab all winter. I know that's something that I'm, Kyle Hendricks talked about. Like right. his whole last off season was grinding through a rehab and the different programs they were putting him uh, under to to get him back to as close to he could as he could be to Kyle Hendricks. Um, but he talked about it at the end of the year just to have a normal off season, a normal progression, throwing all that stuff. Um, that's like that's I, I think that's like an underrated aspect of like just the off season for guys is just being able to to go about it how you normally do your normal routine versus like guys who are having to rehab like every day throughout throughout a winter and just on, on a different schedule than what they're used to like that's tough so yeah for guys that are just trying to come back and be ready for spring training like to to, to know that they're going to have a mostly regular normal off season program is is pretty big for them yeah i mean Ethan Roberts for me is the one that I'm like very like excited to see in 2024. We got a taste of him uh, in 2022 before having to have Tommy John, and he obviously had the stuff then. Uh, it's unfortunate that he had ended up having to miss all his time, but um, he's the one that I'm excited about. And as far as Nick Birdie, I, I don't know what to expect, but all I know is the guy throws throws gas. So I remember when he threw like he threw a hundred mile an hour pitch against like the Phillies this year or whatever. Yeah, and people we were all like reacting like, Is, when was the last time the Cubs had a hundred mile an hour pitch? <laughs> and it was like our oldest Chapman. Yeah, so, it was. It was yeah, I remember, like, I remember doing that search. I'm like, holy crap! It's been a long time. It's been yeah. a while. I would just say about all, pretty much every guy you just listed, mm-hmm. um, while some have still have very high upsides. The Cubs, as they build their bullpen this offseason, should not be counting heavily on any of those guys. No. Yeah. Right? Like, no. that. those guys need to be the bonus plays. Yeah. They need to be what Hendricks was for you this season. Like, if you got something out of Hendricks, great. Yeah. Turned out you needed what you got from Hendricks. But if Ethan Roberts can pitch next year, okay. Yeah. But uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, we're, we're locking in a spot for him. You just can't do it right now. Right. Uh. Barb, 
I oh wasn't saying that the Cubs won the Kimbrel trade. I was saying that if Hoyer had stayed healthy and he had turned in and, and we got to see him progress to what we had hoped as a closer, perhaps you could say the Cubs would have eventually won that trade considering how bad Kimbrel was for the White Sox. He was awful for the White Sox, and then he was awful for the Dodgers, and somehow he got back to where he is this year. I just want to let you know that's that's what I was that's what I meant. Or you so took too so many edibles. Yelling. I mean, no, I didn't take any edibles. However, I could use some. The weekend is coming up. Hey, anyway, let's get to Stroman. Okay, Marcus Stroman report card. All right. Uh, you want me to go first? Then I'm going to do it, Joey. Sure thing. Here's the hard part for me about Stroman. He had two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. He had two total. He had dark and or night and day, right? He had, like he had the all-star day. season, and then he had London on. And, and what I don't – I struggled with this on our report card. So pe- people in the chat are like, well, Stroman's second half was bad, but the injury wasn't his fault, which is true. Injuries aren't, aren't the player's fault. But I also don't want to totally just pretend like it didn't happen. They mm-hmm. were a part of his season. Like, it doesn't, I'm not holding it against him personally as what I think of the player, but if I'm grading his season, an injury-plagued season would be disappointing. Not his fault, but still disappointing, right? So, I thought about a lot of different things. I'm like, how how can you give an all-star, a guy that made the all-star team, anything but an A or a B? But then I thought, well, I still have to factor in the second half and the injury because it, it was part of it. He was, he was great. He was awful. And he fought his way back. And however you want to look at what happened at the end of the season as a couple-day reliever, I went, I went B-. minus. I couldn't go higher than that because you can't just forget the injury and the struggles and the blister and the hip and the rib and all those things. Not his fault but still part of his story for this season. So that's why I went B-, minus, which is a tough grade, I think, for a guy that made an all-star team. Yeah. Yeah, I went, I went even tougher, actually. I uh, was it, or Cody's up next, actually. Go ahead, Cody. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I'm, a little, order here. maybe I'm a little tough. You're out of order. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I am, but I, I believe I went C-, minus. is that correct? Yeah, yeah I did. Wow, I wow. And the reason being is that like, yeah, you can't blame the guy for an injury, but as we said yesterday, the best ability is availability. Yeah. And he's a big part of why they didn't make the playoffs. And my thing is, is it took them so long to just put him on the injured list. So maybe I should blame the Cubs more for that than I should him, but who knows what he is telling them in terms of what his health was. I don't know, man. Like, to me, yeah, okay, he made the all-star team. Well, you know what? Brian LaHare made the all-star team, all right? you To me, if you're going to give me a night and day season, then the best grade I can give you is a C. And I went C- minus because the guy, not only did he miss most of the second half, but it was even before the first half was even over that the struggle started to happen. And as someone who was on social media all the time, talking that talk, he disappeared, man. And, like... I like I like like the attitude he has and everything and the, the the quotes that he gives us and everything he says about the fans and stuff. And again, maybe this grade is a little too harsh. 
you guys are starting to make me shift a little differently. Maybe I got a little colada in me right I, I, now. That's what I think it is. But <laughs> he's gotten to you. I, influence. I, to me, he is a big reason why they make playoffs, man. So, and because of the fact that we're in October right now and I am struggling to get past this, I, I, that's, that's, that's my, like when, when, when Luke said that we're doing Strowman, I was like, C minus. I was just first gut thing. C, the, C-. The, the chat's really kind of all over the place yeah. with this. The, like, I don't think any of our grades, we're going to get Ryan's in a second, which, by the way, if you're not checking out the live YouTube experience, Joey's graphics, huh? How, look at all these babies. These grades are sliding into the screen. Yeah. Besides oh, them being out of Digital order. magic. It, digital I, magic. I think this doesn't, my grade isn't me, like, saying that I thought he was bad or not worth the contract or anything like that. If he's healthy, he's the second best pitcher on the Cubs. Mm-hmm. The guy was we he was pitching like a Cy Young yeah. early in the season. And like that per, like not the perfect the complete game against the Rays that coming was, off the series he had. That was one of the best game games of the, of the season, year, yeah. right? Like I'll give him credit where credit is due, but again, the best ability is availability. And if you're if you're paid to be this and that in your and in your entire career, he has pitched over 200 innings multiple times in his career. This year 136 like it's just not up to the standards of how much, A, we're paying him, and B, what he has done throughout his career, which was stay healthy. And, again, a lot of that, some of that blame goes on him. Some of the blame probably goes on the Cubs for not putting him on the injured list earlier. Uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of factors into it. But you can say that about a lot of players, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's to me, that's why I went C-minus, just because it, was, it really was a night and day, like, season for him like the first the first part of the season was great second half was bad so i and i commended him for i i said this on previous shows i commended him for doing his best to come back and try and help the cubs in any way i don't i still don't understand why they put him back in the rotation i I, at first i thought okay they're putting him back in the rotation because he's ready but he clearly wasn't ready and so i don't know like is that on him like did did he want to like was it was it on him saying that, like, I'm either in the rotation or I'm not pitching at all? Is it that or or what? Because, like, that just didn't make any sense to me considering how, you know, for the most part, Javier Asad had been productive in the rotation. Like, I just – I don't know, man. So I went – It just rubbed uh, – some parts of it just rubs me the wrong way. So here's the deal now. Now where is Ryan going to fall? Because I was captain positive over here, and I said, well, you know, I got a factor, and I went B-minus – even Michael Collada, after hearing Cody's argument now, is thinking he thought I had a perfect grade, which, by the way, Mike Dubb said I nailed it. Uh, credit to him. Now, Collada's thinking he might have to lower his grade because he, he actually agreed with Cody. So Cody was wow. more negative than Collada So, Ryan, was. are you going to split the difference or are you going to swing the vote one way or the other? Yeah, I, I let's, let's pull it up here, Joe. I ended up with a C. Oh, straight C. Just, just right, right C. Regular uh, passing I could, grade. Yeah, I, 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 it was in that range of like C, C plus, maybe even a B minus. So like, I don't think that I, I think C minus is maybe a little lower than I would go. Um, but like, it's, I, I think B minus going up to that high is fine. It, it depends on how much weight you give to like either side. And I, I think I just felt like right down the middle where, you know, the first half of the season, his first sixteen starts, so that was through June twentieth, he had a two two eight ERA. He was nine and four. Like he was the Cy Young guy, right? Like we talked about Justin Steele 
end of the year, like being in the he was still the Cy ace. Young race. He was still the ace of the staff. Marcus Stroman was yeah. the guy in that first mm-hmm. half. Like yeah. he was the guy that we we're saying, kind of going into the All Star game until those last couple starts. That like oh, like when when it, like maybe like end of June, right before that London trip, we were the ones saying, or Stroman was the one that we were saying. He's probably he he should start the All Star game right because yeah. he was the Cubs' best starting pitcher uh, through the first nearly three months of the season, um, and yeah, I mean the the hip injury obviously I think once we kind of found out a little bit more about it, we knew that he was pitching through some things and the London trip. Uh, it was that it was that whole weird like going to London, coming back like night day night day, the rain like there was a whole like couple weeks where everything was just weird and obviously for just anyone who's under a pretty like regular routine it was the, it was the london trip and then the smoke that, that weird oh, stuff yeah. with all that smoke and then it was just like a bunch of different times of games so anyone with like a regular routine is weird the wildfires to be, yeah to bounce around like that but like for, for starting pitcher as routine oriented as marcus stroman i can understand that that just bouncing around time wise does affect things um but then there's also the hip thing, and and I think once we talked to him after they put him on the aisle the first time, that that was kind of like he he had been trying to go through it, pitch through it, get this team wins and stuff. Um, but ultimately, like it got to the point where you look at so he had the first 16 starts, the seven after that he had a nine ERA, he had he had 30 earned runs and 30 innings. Um, so it's like that's like four that's not even that's just over four innings uh average per start at that point so he wasn't looking like the guy from the first three months um and then I think they decided at that point like it was just time to address it um and and I mean that kept him on the IL for six weeks especially after the rib cartilage fracture which we still don't know exactly how that happened um I don't know if we'll ever know but like credit to him for coming back and and trying to do something at the end of the year whether that was a hundred percent just to kind of help the team or partially to kind of prove he was healthy and maybe going into a free agency type situation, whatever that is. Um, some credit to him go for, for working his way back and, and getting back and trying to help. Big of him. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's more like I kind of lean on the Cody side of it. it's like he had a great first half and the second half, it just was not anywhere near that level. And for me that, that, that that's why I kind of fall right in the middle. It's like, you're great. You're bad. That's right. Right I, in the middle. Yeah. I think we're, that's we're on I, the same page. I think our scale is right on. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's B minus or C minus, I think I think we're right on. So maybe it is right. Here's my question then. Joey, I'll ask you this too. So he's got an option he can pick up. What is it? Twenty one million? Something like that, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Base is great on that. Do you want the guy back next year at twenty one million? Are you hoping he picks up his option? Or are you hoping he cuts that money free for the Cubs to to spend somewhere else? That's 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 another way to give the report card to look at it and be like, okay, what? I think part of it is was if he you, better than average. I think part of it is if you believe he can be more like that first half Strowman, if he can be healthy again. Because if you look at it like Kyle Hendricks, they're probably going to pick up that option. He's one year, sixteen and a half million, unless they kind of work out a, a different contract structure for him. Um, so saying like another four and a half, five million for Marcus Stroman for a guy who at points in the season looks like a Cy Young candidate, that's not like a whole lot more money. And it's the Cubs. Like they have the reason if they're going to go into the luxury tax, they might as well go all in. And, and you know, um, I'm curious what the Cubs really are hoping for in that situation. Yeah, I don't know. But but I'm I, if I'm I think they want him to opt out. 
If I'm the Cubs. You think opt out because it would allow them to keep Hendricks. Well, keep Hendricks, and also it frees up more money for them. And I I think that they're willing to go over to luxury tax this year, but at the same time, well, I think they Bigger fish it. to fry. Well, like I yeah. said, they can restructure they a, the Kyle Hendricks contract. They, they don't need to yeah. pick up his That's option to keep him on the Cubs. Like, they can give him a two-year deal, lesser AAV, but keep him around, right? Like, they could do stuff like that, that right, a to cr- minimize the money. Another creative way to, to, if they could potentially keep both of them. Yeah, to minimize the money. Um, I Yeah, if I'm the Cubs, and, and I don't know what I'd expect, but if I believe he's going to opt in, like, I'm I'm fine with that if I can also believe that we're going to get more of that first half Marcus Stroman. Like if the Cubs are sitting there and they're just, they're not convinced that he's uh, back to anything close to that level, then yeah, they're probably hoping he opts out. But I, 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 the money to me, considering as a one year deal, 21 million, whatever, you know, the, the, the competitive balance tax is going to go up slightly this year against the Cubs. They have the resources like the, the money doesn't, to me, feel like this big obstacle for the Cubs to overcome if, for, for Strowman. What if it were uh, another $21 million that you could throw at Shohei, though? Well, that's why I'm, that's the only reason I say it, is that... If, I, if they're really thinking, like, hey, we're going to go relatively all in here. Right. If they, you know... Again, I, I think they are will, they're going to be willing to go over the luxury tax this year. And... If Strowman opts in, then they definitely will. If he doesn't, then I think that there's an op- there's a way that maybe they don't. But you know, recency, recent history scares me. Don't yell at me, Colada. But I'm I'm just saying, like, it would make things a lot easier for the Cubs front office if he does opt out. But then they need to add two pitchers. Well, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I I will say that if he does opt out, then I do think that they'll definitely be major players for the guy in Japan, Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Yeah, Yamamoto. or there you go, or Big like, I can't. I didn't want to. <laughs> Why say do they need wrong. to be adding Instead a bunch of, of pitchers Z, though if they Big don't y. if they don't bring back Stroman? Like I I don't it know. Just, I feel like would, they I feel like they are sort of solid. I mean, I well, what are their options going into it if Stroman? Well, it's was sort like, of like what we talked about yesterday with like you steel. look at the rotation as as constructed. It's not like it's not one that I would say going into like a playoff series, like this. This is we have the guys that are going to get it. Done I agree right. with that, but, but I that's don't the problem. Feel this, I don't think that it. I don't look at it any differently if you have Stroman there. That's I, me. I think I would. I think Marcus Stroman. If, if, if Stroman was your number three, like if you could, yeah, you sign Yamamoto and Stroman was your three. Somebody in the chat just said that if Stroman is our three, we're golden. Three, we're golden. That. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I kind of think that too. If Stroman's your three. Hendricks is your four, and then it's Wicks or whoever might be the. Maybe it's one of the young guys, even younger than that, comes up. Maybe it's Horton at some point next season. Yeah. He's not traded. Well, I yeah, I'm sort of with the young guys at this point. Giving, I, based on just what we've seen in their development, I I why can't one of these guys be a you know a a middle end starter? I I just that's where I'm at with a twenty one million dollar like, price tag. It's it's putting. I just don't I don't think Strowman is like a sure thing where you look at it and like wow we're going into this you know these playoff series with such you you still don't have you know a tr- like a true he's not a true power pitcher that's no. you know dominating in October he's not but I bet you somebody will give him more than 21 
that's the gamble he's got to make right now with his agent. Yeah. Like, does he just take the $21 million and he liked pitching at Wrigley? They let him do his thing, basically? Or does he say to himself, this is a weak pitching market. It's like Yamamoto and Aaron Nola is going to be out there, and that guy might get $25 million next year. Or is he someone that also tries to work out a, a longer, like a little bit longer contract with the Cubs for but two, like, like, like the, well, now, the now you'd be talking the Cubs language. But as I'm saying like a small, like a smaller AAV, but a couple more years on a contract, a little bit more money overall, right? Mid thirties. Like right? that, is that a possibility too? You know, you never know. So I, I think you always err on the side of the player thinking they are better than they yeah. are though. Right. Like, yeah. I, Probably, I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess for me, they're, it's they're, like, they have to be. That for, yeah. That's, right? their, that's the deal. My own opinion wise, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I kind of hope he opts out because I just don't think the Cubs want to put Jordan Wicks in the bullpen. And I and Kate Horton, with the the way that he is going through the minors, I, we could easily see him next year. Will and I don't know how they will want to bring him up, whether that's uh, through the bullpen or you know like they did with Jordan Wicks this past year but like they they have a ton of guys Ben Brown if he doesn't get hurt at the end of last year maybe we eventually would have seen him like they have some dudes and I know their prospects and I know that like they haven't proven anything and Marcus Stroman has been doing his thing for years and years and years but again if if you sign him <laughs> Or if, if he opts out, then that either. allows you to sign a big power pitcher, which we talked about how they what they need, and then it still allows you to have space for one of those guys that I just mentioned for next year as well. And, and I, I just don't see Jordan Wicks being in the bullpen. Cause, and I say that if he opts in, will the Cubs still go sign a, a big-name pitcher? I don't know. Big Y, Yamamoto. I, I, I just big I starting that I mean, game right now. We had big Z. They, we're going for if big they, Y. If 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 Stroman opts in and then they go sign, uh, go sign him, then it's Yamamoto, Steele, Stroman, Hendricks, and then any other and number show of guys the following year. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're saying you're also you're also signing Otani? Right. Sure. Okay. It's not my money. What's <laughs> no. what's the uh, what's the Batman slogan? By the way, not the. Hero we deserved. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we needed. Let me tell you about the hero we deserve and need. Let me tell you about Hero Bread. Spectacular stuff. This stuff is so light, so fluffy. The flavor is so good. The texture is just, it's like biting into a cloud. You know what I'm saying? Like if you could bite into a white fluffy cloud that floated across the sky, you'd say, wow, if that wasn't a bite of Hero Bread. What's great about it? Maybe you're looking to get a little more fiber in your diet, a little more protein in your diet. I'm not really a, a counting carbs guy. Probably should be. But maybe that'll help you out with that too. It's the taste though, the texture. And the discount code for that first purchase, CHGO, gets you 10% off at Hero.co. They make sliced breads, buns, and also tortillas. Maybe you want to throw together some nice fajitas this weekend. Huh? Some sizzling fajitas sound good right now. They sound pretty good. Tacos are always good, too. I like fajitas, no peppers, by the way. No peppers. Just give me the onions. Okay. Crispy little poppy onion there. So, anyways, throw them together in some of these hero tortillas. Boom. By the way, while you're at it, then throw in Charlie the Bacon guy on top of that, and then you got yourself a fajita. Uh, so, anyway, secondary nutrition. Right now, Hero Bread is offering CHGO's family 
10% off for the first order. Just go to Hero.co, use the code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's Hero, H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Highly recommended. Good stuff. Haven't tried the buns yet, but the bread and the tortillas make me believe that the buns will be just as good. And everybody loves a good set of buns. Yeah. I do like yeah. a good set of buns. Yep. They say that a hero can save us. Okay. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Dub said it in the chat, and then I just like I couldn't contain myself. Barb says we should send Ryan for some ham, and we could have hero sandwiches. Joey's younger than me. Send Joey for some ham. What is it? What did she have? Hero. You get the ham. Tina Turner. You get the ham. I, so I sang Nickelback, and you just sang Tina Turner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, no one sings like me and Stuck unless we made a stop to Sunnyside first. That's true. Uh, Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup, they have a great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It's Illinois' favorite dispensary. You got the location right in Wrigleyville, uh, right by beautiful historic Wrigley Field. I was walked right, right by it the other day. Um, and thought about, I need to make a stop in soon. So uh, I believe online they call that the Corey Friedman location. They, they do. Yeah. They do. The, the people are saying they got the house of brands such as Mindy's, the best tasting gummy, and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award winning chef Mindy Siegel. That's what Cody labs. took before the show today, right, Barb? What'd you say? Is that what you ate before the show today that led you to give Stroman these grades, according to Barb? Before he no. said that the Cubs won the Kimbrel trade? Right. <laughs> No, that's not what you said. <laughs> that's okay. Not what I said. Okay, I feel like never mind if I like if I did, I would have given Stroman a much nicer grade personally. It's true. Uh, it's true. <laughs> anyway, if I if I had, maybe it would. Maybe it might have been Mindy's or Good News or Cresco, High Supply, Wonder, a bunch of others. They have great a great selection, guys. Um, so through October thirty first, head to Sunnyside Shop and use code CHGO twenty five at checkout for twenty five percent off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. Once again, you use the code as many times as you want. As many times. Not just one time. As many times as, as many you want. Times. It is a uh, sunny side Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's giving oh, yeah. us the uh, sunny side uh, Thursday vibes this week in Chicago sports? Ooh, oh, that is a good I mean, question. Connor Bedard. Like every week now. Oh, I mean, There's it, no bear that made us feel good. <laughs> it's got to be, right. uh, what's his name? It's not, it's not oh, Tyson quarterback. Bajan. Tyson Bajan? Yeah, it's got to be Bajan. Agent. <laughs> Secret Bajan, man. Secret Bajan, man. That's when you know we're down bad, man. Right now, he's giving us those vibes. Like, hey, the ball's out quick. Maybe this is the guy. Yeah, I feel down bad at that. Yeah. I'm not with it, but I'm hoping for him. I mean, I did see the video of him... Uh, karaokeing Lose Yourself by Eminem. And that changed and, that. And gave you the vibes I, right I will there. say, in that moment, I was like, all right, I'll give him a game. Let's <laughs> ride. You're like, rest of the season. Yes. I, I do he, I do like <laughs> that he told the coaches. Yes, like, me too. Just, just call whatever play. I know it all. I, I know everything. Don't adjust in, anything in for me. You don't need to cut that go field in half. I like uh, it. I do let's like go. it. Let's go. Okay. Beige and orange. <laughs> they should wear the orange jerseys. No, they always lose in the orange jerseys. Yeah, but beige and orange, like Agent Orange. Anyways. 
Uh, anyway, so that's Whatever. who we're giving our, our, our Sunny Side Thursday. By the way, I seen the, in the live chat, do we have a super chat? I thought I saw a super chat coming from uh, Chris. Chris. I hope they don't trade Alcantara. I mm. love the sauce. <laughs> he does have the sauce. The sauce. He's I, been killing it in uh, yeah, him Arizona Fall right? League. Big and Triantos, right? Triantos up in that trade value. See, now that, a super <laughs> chat, that might get you a few more stars right That's there. True. That that probably right. is a start. Oh, Chris yeah. cares about, you know, getting a nice five-star. On the other hand, I think it was Craig. I'm not sure if it was Craig. Somebody said that my avatar looks younger than I do in person. <laughs> That'll cost you two, big guy. That'll cost you two. That sounds like something that I would have said. <laughs> Unnecessary, <laughs> shot below the belt, and it'll cost you two stars. Mm. All right, now we're grading Jan Gomes. Okay. We're going to go to the catcher position. I feel like this will be pretty – I feel like we're, we're all going to be pretty much the Why same. Why don't we here. go Ryan first on this one? Okay. Is this Joey able can, to – Can we do that, Joey? Can, can yeah. Joey handle that on the ones and twos? Of course yeah, he can. Yeah, of course. Of course he can. Digital all magic. Right. All right, let's see it. Here we go. Dun, dun, do you dun. want to say it, or you want me to show I it? Like, show I it. like you showing it. I like people. I like to be revealed because like, he mostly because he forgot the grade. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, grade for Jan Gomes B. And now that I think about it, I think it could have been higher. I think it could have been like a B plus, oh, A minus range. Maybe, but, oh, maybe wow. if you had maybe some B sunny plus. side, you could have had interesting. an A. Maybe B yeah. plus. Maybe B plus would have been a little bit better of a grade. I, I'm fine with a B for him though, because I mean, you look at his offense, offensive numbers is just completely outperformed anything we kind of expected of him this year. And that's something that, like, I feel like everyone talked about, right? Like, like, like whatever Jan can give you offensively is, like – Super big yeah, bonus. It's just, yeah, it's just a bonus or it's just, just gravy because of what he does. Like, he's a, a World Series champion, obviously, longtime veteran, understands the game, understands how to be successful at this level – um, and as far as like game planning goes, like the soft factors of catching, like that is they they truly truly value that on the Cubs, and you see me heard you heard the same stuff last year. Like they really value it, and they really think he does a great job on that. Um, and then I think where he just kind of outperformed our expectations is just offensively. I mean, his you talk about a clutch guy from. Just the entire season, the guy that was the clutch guy, uh, it was Jan Gomes, right? I feel like he got a big hit every time they needed it. Jan Gomes game. Yeah, you look at his numbers. Had a lot of them. I had a lot of them. In high leverage moments, a 198 WRC plus, that's through 45 plate appearances, and that's according to fan graphs. He's, he was as clutch as, as they needed him to be. Um, I mean, the numbers, he was still a, a sub-league average hitter as far as, like, WRC plus goes, 95 overall. Um, wasn't worth the full uh, win of a replacement, uh, according to fan graphs. Um, yeah, like I'm saying, I, I think B, when I did it, I was just thinking too low. I think it, it probably should have been higher, B plus, A minus range. Rick DeHouse is all fired up. Yeah, I mean, Rick, I, I said it as soon Nothing as less than an A. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing it, less. It could have been possible B. possible that Rick DeHouse is Jan Gomes. Perhaps. Potentially. Burner account. I thought he was Morel yesterday. But that's what I, <laughs> when I said, like, I, I think... When I when I started B plus A mi- or yeah B plus A minus might have actually been a better grade probably would have been a better grades for Jan considering just as far just the catching stuff doing what was asked of him and then offensively just providing that veteran clutch gene um, I think he, yeah he outperformed what we thought he could be so you're changing yours to a B plus I'm gonna go A minus. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, what did you even put the grade in for? 
Let the chat make your grades then. No, I changed it. Oh, wow. I changed it before the chat even came up. Kidding. Just messing with Come you. Come on, Joe. It's like Joey's just throwing shots. He's, he he leaves us for like six months. Well, it's because I was hoping really come back firing. I was hoping, you know, that everyone would, you know, do wrong by the chat and that I could come in at the end and give Gomes an A plus and then I'm the hero. You 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 chose Jan Gomes for like fifty percent. Exactly. Yes, exactly. He's my who you got legend, my hero. My hero bread. He's my hero bread. All right, here we go. Who's next? Who's next? I believe it's Cody's next. Okay, I'll go next. All right, Cody, go for it. I don't remember what I said. Bring it up. I also went with a B. <laughs> well, okay. Like I said about the when we you want to change your grade too while you're people, at it. When, no, I, I I'll have some integrity. I'll stick I'll stick oh. with my guns. All right. Not I, that I, not that you don't have. I said it. I changed it. it before the grade even before I even started talking. Like as soon as Joy put it on there, I said it was too low. Okay. Come on. Give me some. Oh, credit. I didn't say that you didn't have any integrity. You basically, did. Okay. Well, yeah, the torches have been extinguished. They're not coming. He said, the said no. I have for integrity. I, Joey, change my name. I can't put words in your mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, as a man of integrity that I am, I will take the heat that will come my way. I assume. Uh, yeah. To me, it gets a B because, uh, yes, he, like Brian said, he surpassed every expectation we have for him this year. He got back to some of his numbers he had with Washington and Cleveland at the back end of his tenure with Cleveland. Obviously, you know, last year he wasn't very good offensively at all, and everything he gave you with the bat this year was great. Uh, you can't measure what he does with the pitching staff and all the stuff behind the plate and the framing and everything. Um, but obviously it was better than the guy who, who left and said it was a better organization. Uh, but I guess I can't. Give him an A just because despite all of those things, uh, I don't know. I still always felt like there was – like it felt like at some aspects – in some aspects sometimes you felt like you were relying too much on him. He, he, he caught a lot of innings last season, and um, I feel like there were certain points of the year where you felt like you weren't getting enough out of him. Uh, and I'm just I'm just being fair here. It's not to say that he had a bad year or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. Um, and maybe some of this is more on the Cubs. Maybe they should have played Amaya more. I don't know. Uh, but I I think if he's going to be this productive again next year, that a Miguel Amaya is going to have to really take a big step for the Cubs next year because yeah, he's going to be 37 next year, and you know, but. Yeah. For the year alone, like, I give it a B just because it was a lot better than what we expected, but it's not like he made the all-star team or anything like that. So I feel like it's fair. Maybe it's a little low, but I'll stick to my guns. Okay, B-plus because he tackled Drew Smiley. I forgot. I just, that just popped in my head. And he tackled Drew Smiley and ruined the perfect so that, That's the reasoning. B not plus. the chat pressure. It was No, B-plus. We're going back down. Um, you know what? I'm not going to just, just – uh, Partial letter grade. Yeah. Cody, why don't you tell us about Circa uh, Sportsbook so that Joey's got time to change my grade to an A behind the scenes? <laughs> uh, well, Circa, I was wearing the hoodie yesterday. Uh, that is one of my favorite uh, sportsbooks out there, right? Um, they got, you know, one of the things I love about them, and me and Kevin Kaduk, our head of content we were talking about earlier, they have 
what like almost all of the the lines or the the odds for them. It's minus one ten for almost every bet. You go on other sports books, it could be like minus one fifteen, minus one twenty, minus one thirty, whatever. Circus drives to be minus one ten for almost every like even bet that they're or you know spread whatever that they're putting out there. And I I enjoy that because sometimes whenever it's like minus one fifteen or minus one twenty, sometimes you want to put a little bit more down that you don't want to put down. And with Circa, that yeah. they, they don't make you do that, right? So that's that's nice. Um, and another thing is they don't limit people. If you get red hot like I did the uh, this week on college football, like they ain't gonna take away any kind of winnings from you or you know opportunities to make extra money based off boosts and stuff like that. Uh, while other sportsbooks might do that, so uh, that's another reason why I like them. And then finally, their their customer service is top notch. A lot of them use chat bots. Circa, Ooh. you're talking to people. You're talking right. to those people yep. in Vegas or those people in, in Waukegan, and they will help you whenever you have an issue. Maybe they accidentally didn't pay you for the bet that you won. That's happened to me before. Uh, but when you have an issue, they were, they're quick, and they get it done. And that's what makes them great. So download the Circa Sports app at Circa at CircaSports.com slash Illinois slash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for... Or Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text GAMB to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Hey, guys, Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO, Chicago's beer since 1988. They have the Oktoberfest right now, the Beer Hug Family, 312, Full Pocket Pilsner, and all you can drink at our tailgate right now. Oh, yeah. Don't miss out. Don't want to miss it. Raiders, Bears, tailgate. This I couple, Sunday, I had a couple of three one twos at the uh, tailgate on Sunday. A couple nice weekend. three one twos. Yeah, a couple nice, a couple two tree, three two one tree. <laughs> Grab uh, ultra fresh brewery, brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the tailgate this weekend. Um, we have that one coming up, and is there one more after? One that? more after, two more that, after? I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah, Beijing Orange. Get your jerseys now. Uh, all right, so we're grading Jan Gomes. We went B-plus is what Ryan's going with yeah, now. sticking with B-plus. And I went with B. And you went with B. Yeah. And, uh, Joey, you want to reveal my, my grade here for uh, Jan Gomes? There it is, B. Joey did not change it. I will stick with the B. <laughs> Why am I sticking with the B? Because partially of what what Cody was saying, it's the way we're, that I believe we're grading. It's at least the way I'm grading, okay? Did he exceed all expectations? Yes. So if you're just grading that on, like, what did I expect out of this guy this season? Then he's an A. He's an A. He, he was better than what I expected. The pitching staff, he was a huge part of the decision to move on from Wilson, right? It was that this is how the guy's going to call the game. This is how he's going to help our young pitchers. This is how he's going to help us be better in the defensive part of the game. Calling the game, framing the pitches, yada, yada. Offensively, though, he was way better than we expected him to be this season. However, if I'm just grading it on that, it's an A. But if I'm grading him against every other catcher in baseball, well, then I'm not going to just give him an A because he's not the best catcher in baseball. He was better than we expected. He was everything we wanted. So he lived up to the hype for us. That's why I went B. Just like you, I fell right in between there. I guess I could have gone as high as a B plus, but 
keep in mind, when you look at the stats, for so many of us going into the season, that it was the obvious comparison. We're going to watch what is Gomes doing and what is Contreras do. Well, first of all, Contreras made $17.5 million on average, and Gomes makes like $6.5 million on average. Okay, so one guy's considerably cheaper, so lower your expectation there. Gomes played 116 games. Wilson played 125 for the Cardinals. Gomes was 10 points higher in batting average. 10 more homers for Contreras, 20 versus 10. The RBI, by the way, 63 and 67, both really close. So Gomes just loses out there. Uh, F4, 2.4 for Wilson, 0.9 for Gomes. Okay, Stucky not much difference. And then WRC plus, 95 versus 127. Okay, you offensively, Wilson had a better season than Jan Gomes. But it's not, it's not like... Didn't they also move him to left field? Exactly. The guy wasn't even playing catcher half the time. At one point, pitchers in St. Louis were revolting and saying, I'm not throwing to that guy anymore. You can only play him in the outfield. Did this work out for the Cubs this season? Yes or no? Yes. I'd That's why. Luke, I was going to say... That's why I, Gomes I can gets an, see his B-plus grade. Gomes is such a satisfying passing grade for me. I can't even remember who the last catcher was before him. He's been. You don't he, remember he his was name. So, he was so. He was so. He was such a treat to watch, in my opinion. Obviously not. I love Wilson. I always will. But the, Gomes was an absolute professional. Yeah, came in when there was a lot of question marks. He was. I. I just the way that he handled the pitching staff was was so phenomenal from top to bottom. Young guys, veterans. He hit. He was clutch, and I just think. Yeah, if you're grading him on on the rest of the league curve, he's he's probably a B, a B plus. But thank you for the expectations of what of of if you're grading him relative to what you thought. I think he's, right. he's an A because yeah, it depends, it's all depends about what you just you just got you you really what what you got and you didn't like like you said you didn't really lose anything you know from from you know departing from the guy that had been your backstop and looked like he was going to be for years to come. It looked like the right move. Yeah. It looks like they made the right move. Yeah, and, and I will say be. this. Also, it, it depends on your grading scale. It also depends on what you consider a good grade. Again, I'll say it a thousand times. If I got to be in school, folks, I was doing cartwheels on the way oh, home. Yeah. Not all of us went to the Texas like, you know, Joey. Mm-hmm. Not all of us went to Michigan like Corey. Some of us went or to the Mizzou. Harvards of the Midwest. Yeah. And, you know. You went to the Duke of the Midwest. I went to the I went Duke to of the Midwest. But, you know, I if I got to see, that's a passing grade, Louis, baby. Like- that's wrong. Nothing wrong yeah. with a C. Hey, like you look at it like AP AP scale, man. Taking an AP class, a B is still really good grade in that class. Better man. believe a B is a good grade. And it's it's, the, it's yeah. the Chicago Cubs. It's basically an AP class. I don't hand out A's just to give them away. <laughs> Justin Steele. I got another. I can't give I Justin Steele and Jan Gomes the same grade. No, I can't. No, you can't do that. I think it's a good point. Like again, Gomes lived up. To any ex, any high yeah. expectation that anyone might have had for him, which no one did, and you know you brought you brought you brought up Wilson's offensive stats. So thing another thing about Wilson is like the dude, like he entered like trade conversation middle of the season, like it didn't happen, but like it got rumored out there that the yeah. Cardinals were going to try and trade him because he wasn't doing all these things that you can't measure for the Cardinals pitching staff. All those things that uh, I guess Yadier Molina was so great and it makes him a Hall of Fame candidate. Nope, nobody wanted that up. Contreras deal. Yeah. I 
for for what the Cubs need out of their catcher, he did everything great. He did everything great. And if it was just based off that, I'd probably give him an A. But again, didn't make wasn't an all star, didn't like wasn't anywhere close to the best player on the team or anything like that. He just did his role really well. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why for me he gets a B. Like it's not like he not like he like were, was the real reason or the main reason that the Cubs would go out there and win every day. You know what I mean? He had a really he had a really good season for a veteran catcher. Yeah, yeah and he's a guy that the Cubs are going to be more than comfortable bringing back next year. That was my next question. It was just like with Steele. Let's finish with this. Do you think Jan Gomes will have the same season next year, a better season next year, or we'll start to see the regression? Well, it's kind of like what I was saying, like, they, they, there's no way that they can expect him to do the same amount of workload yeah. next year. Like, Amaya's going to have to be someone yeah. who gets a real opportunity to take over that, you know, that role. Like, I, I personally would like to see Amaya play well enough in the spring to where he earns an opening day start. That, that's what I, oh, that's wow. what I would like to see. Because he definitely has the potential to be a better bat. Yeah. Um, the only thing defensively, like, that I guess you can somewhat measure – from Amaya, that scares me is that he had a lot of balls go past him. He let a lot of, like, and opening day is usually a tip of the cap, too. Right. But I'm like, sure, I wouldn't be surprised. I, saying, no. I wouldn't be surprised if Gomes is the open day catcher. He's a veteran catcher. David Ross is the manager, blah, blah, blah. All I'm saying is by the end of next year, <laughs> I hope that Miguel Amaya has more innings track than Jan Gomes but that still doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I, I want that to happen because Gomes isn't playing well it's just more of like I think you get you get more consistent and better offensive production on top of what he does for the young pitchers and everything like that at probably a better like a you know a, a more sustainable rate yeah um, and and with Miguel Amaya like just this year would, was so weird as far as like his well, yeah, and he was coming off the leads. injury and everything. He barely, I think he caught like 12 or 13 games in the last three years combined. Like, he wasn't catching uh, in 2022 when he came back. And, you know, it, it just wasn't – like, you didn't really know what to expect out of him. Now you're going to get a whole off season working, catching, all that stuff, spring training, whatever it is. Like, I think – and then obviously a whole 162 to sort of show he can hit in the major league level and stuff like that. I think you're going to see a lot more – of Miguel Amaya next season, as long as he's playing well, right? As long as he earns the playing time, you'll see it because, uh, you know, he's a. If it's going to be just Jan Gomes and Miguel Amaya, they're going to need Miguel Amaya to play a lot. Um, but you also want to see the development at the major league level and and showing that he could be. Jan Gomes, he's not twenty seven, right? Like he's he's on the older side of 30, 36, something like that. Thirty six right now. Yeah. I don't know when his birthday is. Yeah. But so, so up. Miguel Amaya is. If you're looking at like guys right now that are major league ready. Like Miguel Amaya is that like catcher of the future. I know Moises Ballesteros may end up usurping him for that or whatever, but Jan Gomes is not right. They, they need Miguel Amaya to show that he can help carry the mantle for catcher going into, you know, next season, if it, uh, 2025, I mean, if Jan Gomes isn't still with the Cubs or, or just beyond, right. They're going to need Miguel Amaya to show that, that to prove to them that they can be comfortable having him be that catcher for them for however many years that lasts. 
He turns awesome. 37 in July of next year. So he'll still be 36. So 36 beginning at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So uh, but yeah. So you never know. You never know how many years Jan Gomes has left. I mean, you guys were talking about uh, sounding like he was. He thinking, could be the Tom Brady retiring yeah. during his like. Well, based his based interview, off that last just game, an odd yeah. response. Yeah, he was like, but I might no guarantee yeah. him here, and it was like. Huh? So that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's if you're already having thoughts that like oh is this guy talking about retiring, you know he's not a young guy. You know you don't know how many years you have left mm-hmm. with him. Like next year is going to be the time for Miguel Amaya to show. He can take that mantle he's, from. He's him. back now. Now that Cody and I gave him bees, he's got a chip on his shoulder going into next there year. You You're welcome. Credit to us. Hey, I hope Stroman does too. If he opts in and he's on the team. Next Super year. chat four ninety nine from Fernando. Before we go, I'm back from my sabbatical from all things Cubs. I'm ready. I'm in. Just renewed tickets for 2024. Let's go Cubs and Cubs CHGO Otani 2024. Thank you very much. Give me a couple that, weeks. That uh, Fernando <laughs> most likely gets you a five-star review uh, next week. Uh, Foco, get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. They've got the Aloha shirts, the straw hats, the polos, everything you need for a game. Check out our set decorations. Where else are you going to get that West Nesky bobblehead? Strictly Foco. Let me tell you, that's where. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And right after you do that, head on over to allchgo.com and make sure you pick up your CHGO diehard membership. Another way to get one of those five stars when you're getting reviewed here in the chat, just letting you know. You also get 20% off all our events all the time. All the merch we have, all our dope merch, 20% off all the time. You get a free shirt when you become a member. You get the Discord where you can hang out with Gary and Cody and Ryan and me. Uh, and uh, by the way, Luke. eventually, yeah, we also want to tell you about this because a lot of the diehards, a lot of the diehards show up all the time to the tailgates, yeah. right? You, know, you get a couple hundred people out there. Last tailgate they did this, we're going to do it again this Sunday and the one after that. X Golf is giving away a two hundred dollar gift certificate to any of these Chicagoland locations. Find the X Golf location nearest you at playxgolf.com slash Chicagoland. Check it out. So that's uh that's something to look forward to this weekend. Uh, the guy that got it this weekend was uh, pretty excited, huh? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, oh, he was excited. uh Brad from uh, the softball team, right? Say that again. I what? thought it was Brett that won. I'm not sure who won. I, I'm not I sure. wasn't From, that uh, member of the softball team. I saw team. him like the social media. Yeah, post. he's an esteemed oh, member wait, of the yeah, softball team. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Good player. He's got good mitts out there in the infield. Stuck you this comment here, Craig says you are the Tom Brady of CHGO. Yeah, I don't like that. Why exactly? Are you a great quarterback? Are you taking such You're great? Me the Tom Brady? Yeah. Are you, are you taking amazing Craig care did. of your body oh, here? Oh, because we... because Tom Brady's old. Or is he? Oh, because I'm the goat, and no, I'm yeah, because he's, he's undeniably good looking. He's or, yeah, he's for aging. Out. And, and your Craig is Craig is out here trying to earn yeah, stars. extra stars. Well, because Which of I the respect. comment, because of the comment earlier. What's your method? Right. He's got but the TB12. You've got the what? The Stucky. The avatar uh, looked younger than I do. It's, but, it's because Tom Brady's also old. That's that's now that's that you're comparing me Tom to Brady's, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is aging magically. Is what he's doing. All right. We have to grade a chat member before we leave. You want to do one right now? Yeah. Craig, five stars. <laughs> we should it's do Collada. Collada should go. be the first grade ever. Okay. His name is the Godfather CHGO. Godfather, the Godfather, Godfather. 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 CHGO Cubs podcast. So what was the criteria we had? We had a Attendance. Attendance. A. I, I'm going to give him a star there because he's here when he doesn't have plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Or, on, or in Florida. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's either informed or funny. There's two stars. That was another grade, right? 
Sure. Uh, is he a diehard? I believe Colossus is. He joined Correct. us. Now he's got three stars. Yep. He joined us in our like. That's uh, three, happy hour three or five. Uh, um, what were the other ones? Vibes. The vibe star, I think. I don't think that was one of the criteria. I can't remember. <laughs> <what they laughs> I assume it was. We need the graphic. Sarah oh, made us the graphic. Oh, does Colada agree with me? That was one. There's four stars for Colada. I don't think he agrees with either of us. He started the show by saying, I agree with Luke. But I he, saw he always. With, with the grades, he's, tell, he's saying you're, you're going too high on some of those. Robert grades. Fox I, says I'm well, the I greatest not, loser I, of all I, time, the gloat. Yeah. I, I, I have, I have to push back on the, on the does he agree with it. He, he rarely I, agrees with I, us. Yeah, maybe half star. Half a star on I, that one. I, I'm just, we have to be fair to everyone, Stuck. He, he agreed with me. I can't tell I me mean, he agreed but with he me. he never agrees with us. Okay, what was the, what was the fifth star? The fifth I don't criteria. remember. Yeah. We had a graphic built, and Joey probably can't find it now. I think I deleted it. It might be in criteria. Sarah, do you remember the fifth criteria? What were the five criteria? Agree with me. fans. Oh, attendance, question mark. Attendance, die hard. Die hard, super chat, or merch? Does he have the merch? That was it. Does he do a super chat? Well, he's a die hard, so he has a free shirt. Kalata doesn't do the super chats, but he does have merch. Funny or informed? Yes. Kalata's a five star. Agree with the Godfather's me. a five-star chat member. Okay. What would we be without Michael Collada? Just three, the just three jokers sitting here True. talking into microphones. Yep. We're an actual podcast right. because we've got Michael Collada. Let's be honest. I was just being fair, but I agree. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars, for the stars. Congrats. We man. don't agree on it much of anything, Godfather, but you're here every day, and uh, we appreciate that. We yeah, we appreciate for it. Sure. He's been uh, here for a long time. Yeah, since I'm, day one. I think, right? Probably. Uh, right around there. I don't know. I don't want to brag, but I'm a five-star host. I have been called the Tom Brady of this podcast. Thanks well, you, for checking out the CHGO you do Cups have at least podcast. Four Emmys. We cannot go into the weekend with that. You do have at least four Emmys. <laughs> That's so. right. At uh, least four. <laughs> thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Uh, we're back for a live show, 120 on Monday. Tomorrow at 120. The Corey Brendan episode of Cubs Related comes yes. out, so they'll be here tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Record it. It's it not just live, won't Barb. be live, Barb. It won't it be, won't live, be tomorrow. live. Not live tomorrow, but we'll be live Monday, Monday, right. Tuesday, Monday. Wednesday, yes. Thursday, yeah. where we might grade one of you in the live. And I chat. might be here or I might not be here. I, oh yeah, I Cody might, might I, I be might on have jury, jury duty. duty. I might have jury duty, uh, which fuck me, but whatever. What a way to end the show. <laughs> Until next time, fly the W. <laughs> Like the mayor, 